Egbert, Margaret and Stephen stories by Jedda Bradley. For more stories, visit jeddabradley.com. Egbert, Margaret and Stephen and the case of the missing swimmers. It was one of those hot Sundays when the sweat just oozes out of your skin. And worse, the air conditioning wasn't working. Egbert was outside looking at the heat. He couldn't stand it. Margaret was sitting in a beanbag reading a book. Margaret, Egbert said, Mmm, do you want to come to the swimming pool? Uh-uh, Margaret grunted. Nothing and nobody was getting her out of the beanbag. Really? Really, she said. Typical, Egbert said. What's typical, said Margaret, looking up from her book, angry that Egbert was still going on. Nothing, Egbert said. But what he thought was that it was so typical when he wanted to do something, Margaret just ignored him. But when she wanted to do stuff, he always got on board. Well, mostly. Stephen was busy stabbing flies with a matchstick and then putting them in a car to race. Come on, come swimming, Egbert said. Can't, Stephen responded. Why not? I don't have any swimmers, remember? Egbert decided he would go on his own. Stephen asked him, can you look for my swimming trunks while you're there? No, look for them yourself. At the pool, there was a long queue, so Egbert watched the tennis on the TV. The ball went backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards, and it was only exciting when the ball boy ran onto the pitch. Egbert thought it was very boring and wished everyone would pay their pool tickets a little more quickly. At the counter, the lady said, Yes? Egbert said, One child. $5.60, said the lady. Egbert handed over $10, and when the lady gave him some change, he asked her, Have you found a pair of blue swimming trunks with a yellow stripe? Go and see the lost and found department, she said. Turn left here and you can't miss it. Egbert turned to his left and there was a large cupboard labelled lost and found. He opened the cupboard and a massive pile of swimming trunks fell on his head. They had been stuffed into every part of the cupboard. There were red swimming trunks and yellow swimming trunks and there were a hundred pairs of black swimming trunks but there was no blue with yellow striped swimming trunks. He folded them all up and put them back in the cupboard. The lifeguard went past and said, I've never seen the cupboard so clean. Do you want a job here? Yes, said Egbert. That was a joke, said the lifeguard. But you asked me if I wanted a job and I said yes, said Egbert. I was joking. I can't give you a job. What would I pay you? A hot bucket of chips every hour and free swims, said Egbert. How would you get any work done? I don't know, said Egbert. Then I can't hire you. Egbert didn't think much of that. In fact, he thought it stank. Egbert went into the men's toilets and looked in all the cubicles, but he couldn't see a pair of blue swimming trunks with yellow stripes. He searched through all the lockers that were unlocked, and also the swimmers could have been in the lockers that were locked. The lifeguard came over and said, What are you doing? Looking for my brother's swimmers, Egbert said. Did you find them? asked the lifeguard. No, said Egbert. Then move on or I'll charge you with harassment, said the lifeguard. Harassing who? said Egbert. Harassing the lockers, said the lifeguard. Egbert thought that just stank. He walked around all three pools and he didn't see a single pair of blue with yellow striped swimming trunks 
and he was tired of looking, so he jumped in the pool. He swam a lap, touched the end, and swam another lap. There was a man in front of him, and Egbert tried to catch up with him, but he couldn't. Hey! yelled Egbert. Stop! The man stopped. What's wrong? asked the man. The man was wearing blue swimming trunks with yellow stripes. Where'd you get your swimmers? asked Egbert. What? said the man, surprised. Your swimmers, where'd you buy them? Oh, uh, at Big W. And how much were they? said Egbert. About twenty dollars, I think, said the man. Do you have the receipt? asked Egbert. The receipt? No, I mean, my wife bought them. She has the receipt. Why? When exactly did you buy them? asked Egbert. About six weeks ago. The lifeguard came over and looked down at the man. Is this boy bothering you? he asked. He is quite bothersome, said the man. I'm trying to swim and he's asking me about my swimming trunks. Leave the man alone or I'll charge you with harassment, shouted the lifeguard. I can't ask the man a question, asked Egbert. No, you can't. It's his right to go swimming without people asking him questions. Who says it's his right, said Egbert, getting quite mad. Just leave him alone or I'll ask you to leave. The lifeguard walked off. Egbert thought that just stank. A toddler walked past. He was about three years old, and he was wearing swimming trunks that were blue with a yellow stripe. They were much too small for Stephen, though, but Egbert didn't like the coincidence. Where'd you get those swimmers? he asked the little boy. The toddler looked up at his mum, who pulled him along, ignoring Egbert. The toddler wished he could have talked to the older boy. And then Egbert looked out the window and saw something waving in the wind. Something was stuck to the top of a small tree. The toddler stood up on his chair. He'd seen it too. He pointed with his forefinger at the window. Don't point, it's rude, said his mother. The toddler stopped pointing and put his hand by his side. Egbert went past the toddler. Did you see swimmers on a tree, he asked. The toddler nodded. I thought so, said Egbert. Come and sit next to me. Don't go near the water. Sit here, nice and still, and don't move, said his mother. The toddler sighed. He didn't know how much longer he would have to put up with his mother's behaviour. When could he leave home, he wondered. Egbert stood in front of the small tree and stared up at a pair of swimmers that were blue with a yellow stripe down them. Those were Stephen's. He was sure of it. He jumped up and tried to reach them, but he wasn't tall enough. What do you think you're doing? said a gruff voice behind him. It was the gardener. Those are my brother's swimmers, said Egbert. How do you know? said the gardener. He lost them last week and I've been looking everywhere for them. Where did he buy them? Big W, I think, said Egbert. How much were they? said the gardener. Twenty dollars, I think, said Egbert. Let's see your receipt. I I don't have it. My mother paid for them. Well, this is sounding suspicious. And then the lifeguard was there. He put his hands on his hips. Is this boy harassing you? said the lifeguard angrily. What? said the gardener. What? said Egbert. Egbert was indignant. This stinks. What stinks? said the gardener. A boy has a right to ask questions without being accused of harassment, Egbert said indignantly. Are you harassing this young man? said the gardener to the lifeguard. Am I what? what? No, I don't know. The lifeguard scowled and then skulked away. Egbert remembered that he had change in his pocket. I'll pay you two dollars if you get those swimmers down for me, said Egbert. Good deal, said the gardener. 
He took his rake and used it to pull the swimmers down from the small tree. Egbert paid the gardener two dollars. Then he went to the front desk. I didn't find the trunks in the lost and found, although I'd be happy to have a job there. But I did find them drying on top of a small tree. He went home and returned the swimming trunks to Stephen. You owe me two dollars. What for? shouted Stephen. I had to pay two dollars to rescue them. Did not, said Stephen. Did too, said Egbert. Well, I'm not paying you anything, said Stephen. Egbert was exhausted. He was also quite mad. He flung the swimmers with the yellow stripe at Stephen. Then he went to Stephen's bedroom and stole two dollars from Stephen's wallet. Egbert did not feel at all good about it, so he put the money back in Stephen's wallet. Stephen came in. I remember where I left my swimmers, Stephen said. Where, said Egbert. On a tree. You're too short to have left them there, said Egbert. I paid the gardener to put them up there so they could easily dry in the wind. Egbert frowned. The gardener got them down for me, said Egbert. He didn't tell me anything about putting them up there. No, he wouldn't, said Stephen. Why not? Stephen shrugged. Then Stephen paid Egbert $2 for finding the trunks and $2 for bringing them home and $2 for dealing with the gardener. Do you want to go swimming? asked Stephen. What, now? said Egbert. Yeah. I've been there all day, said Egbert. Come on, said Stephen. Egbert shrugged. He had been there all day, but he still wanted to go with Stephen. But then he didn't want Stephen to know that even though he'd been there all day, he still would go back with him. Egbert had a reputation to think about. What reputation? he asked himself. He shrugged. There was no reputation, except the one he gave to himself for himself and he wanted to go back to the pool.